What is up, guys? This is Cody. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of A Community That Is Fit podcast. We're trying something new this week. It only took us about 52 episodes to decide that we should probably do an introduction and give you guys a little bit of an idea of where this conversation comes from. To be honest, this is one of the my favorite conversations that we have ever recorded. It's just two dudes, me and Seth, we're in a car, we're headed to Milwaukee, and we're having a real and honest conversation about life and tragedy and the stories that people tell themselves around why they don't have the things that they want. And then we talk a little bit about how people can start to get themselves out of the dogma of making poor decisions. Really? Your life is exactly what you want it to be. One thing that you need to do before we can make any change is to realize what story is driving the vehicle of your life. So we dive into this concept that you can say you don't want to, but let's not pretend that you cannot. Too often, too many people sit back and say, man, I just can't change. I, I wish I could do what you do, but I just can't. And that's just simply not true. The other thing that we dive into, I heard one of another coach that I respect a lot say in regards to learning something new or trying new things. He said, one thing I learned from my father was he used to say, look, either you're stupid or you just don't give a shit. And I can really only help you with one. Man, is that some powerful stuff. So Seth and I dive into both of those. We share a little bit of our personal stories and our journeys and how we got to where we are. If you guys like this show, you love the episode, please leave us a five-star rating on YouTube. Leave us a little review. Subscribe to us on our YouTube channel. Check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you're checking out your podcasts at. If you have any ideas about what you'd like to hear, shoot us a message. We'd love to have you on. We'd love to talk with you. I hope you enjoy this episode. So this will be probably episode 49 that we're recording on our way to Milwaukee. We're headed to the Active Life Workshop. We are uh, gonna go learn how to do some movement assessments to help our members really get out of the pain. That's one of the things we've been seeing a while that uh, people struggle with. And kind of that being in pain, I think ties a little bit into the, uh, a little bit into the conversation that we're gonna have today in this episode. It's really about, uh, I listened to a couple of podcasts this week and they both kind of had a variation of the same message. And it was uh, one of the things that I took away from Tate Fletcher's was he goes, you know what? You can say that you don't want to, but let's not say that you cannot. Right. And we talked about that kind of goes with the nutrition part, mm-hmm. right? You can say that, you know, I don't want to eat healthy. Yep. I don't want to sacrifice the ice cream or the beer, but let's not say like, don't tell yourself the, so- the story that you can't do it. Right. Cause that's, that's baloney. Yeah. And we're hearing that a lot, just wrapping up the nutrition challenge and talking to people about you know, ongoing nutritional coaching and all that stuff. And we were kind of talking before this about, is that, is that part on here? No. Okay. So we were talking before about um, kind of the whole, like, 
well, I work out to eat out kind of a thing. Yeah. And that's okay. If that's like your thing and you work out so you can eat pizza and drink beer, that's, that's okay. As long as you understand, um, the effects of that. So as long as you understand that you're not going to maximize your health, you're not going to maximize your fitness. Um, internally, you're not going to be as healthy as you could be. As long as you understand those things, that's okay. But if you say, you know, I want to be healthy and I want to live long and I want to lose 10 pounds and see my abs or whatever it is, then we need to start looking at how to change some of those things. And the excuse of, well, I just, I can't do it is, is garbage. Yeah. It's, I think it like it's a conscious decision, right? And it, it all goes back to like the story that you tell yourself. If you if you tell yourself, "Well, I just the, there's two people, right? The person who says, "Oh, I can't do this," or "I don't have it in me to," I'm not this strong. Like, yeah, you're right. You are exactly who you tell yourself you are. You're you're not going to be able to do it yeah. because that's the story that you bought into, as opposed to saying that I can do this, and even though it's hard and even though it's going to be a struggle, I can learn these good habits and I can make these good decisions. But and at the bare minimum, at the bare minimum, say, you know what? I could do it, but I don't want to. Right. Just be I, honest with yourself. I want to drink or I want to eat this. and I'm okay being a little bit overweight because of it. Even though I work out, I know I'm not going to be as healthy as I could. And I'm okay with that. And doing like using that as a reason I would rather you be working out and then doing that, having the pizza and the beer every night, rather than not working out and still having it. Yeah, exactly. You're going to be in a better position overall, but again, you're not going to be maximizing your health and your quality of life and and that sort of stuff. I see a lot of that, like that kind of conversation when it comes to um, like booze, like alcohol, especially. Yeah. There's a lot of like, well, I've I've had a few... uh, either goal sessions or personal training meetings or whatever with some different people. And it's, you know, I want to lose 10 pounds. I want to lose 20 pounds. I want to look a certain way, but I can't give up my alcohol. Yeah. At some point it becomes of what do you want more? Sure. Do you want to look the certain way and see that number on the scale? Or do you want to drink alcohol? Well, if you truly can't give up the alcohol, then you probably <laughs> you need to see, see somebody different because uh, that's called a, that's called alcoholism, and it's a it's a disease. And we're not even saying like give it up forever, but until you reach your goal, like you you got to go all in. At some point, you have to go all in, get to your goal, and then you can like figure out how to work those things back into into your life. Yeah, well, it 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 becomes like it it revolves back to what is the goal. I mean. If you want those results fast, like fast as in over the course of a couple months, you want to drastically change your body composition, then you need to give up eating the shitty food and you don't need to give up the alcohol for those couple months. If you're okay with taking that longer road, that six months to a year, then you know what? Have pizza on the weekend, like one night and have some beers every now and then. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's understanding the trade off and, the other one of the other ones that I heard came from a, another coach. Uh, it's it goes uh, it's far. It was as far as like trying to learn something new. Uh huh. Or it was he said, my father used to say, either you're stupid or you just don't give a shit. And I can really only help you with one of those. So if it's an education problem, like, dude, we can tell you how to get there and we can show you. Yeah. But if you don't care that you're. 20 pounds overweight, your 
body fat percentage is high, then like we can't help with that. Yeah. It's your pain has to, this is one of the things that we see with people who come in and want to start a new membership. You know, they don't have any idea what it's going to cost or what the kind of commitment is going to be. And then they come in and they, you know, they bear their soul. They're like, I really want to change this aspect of my life. And then it's okay. Well, here's how much this is going to cost, or here's what the time commitment is going to be. And then they're like, Oh, well, I just, I can't make that commitment right now. Well, your pain isn't greater than your excuses at this point in time. Like, yeah, you don't really care as much as you are telling me that you care because we have the solution to the problem, right? We've seen that with the hundreds of members that we've had at the gyms. Like, yeah, the, what I say is that it's just like, they don't want it. You don't like, you, you don't want it enough to go through like the shit. Like it's not, it's not easy working out every day and like eat healthy and giving up some things. But if you want it bad enough, that's something that you just, you do. And that's, that's fine. If you, but be honest with yourself in that. Yeah. Don't tell yourself that, or don't even like tell other people, I really want to do it, but I can't. Yeah. Like, yep. No, oh. you don't. If you wanted to do it, you would find a way. Everybody can do it. Right. It just, it takes sacrifices. Absolutely. I wish it was Jelly Michaels, 30 minutes, get you a six pack. 30 minutes of six minutes. I'd six minutes. I mean, <laughs> a six minute app. Six minutes to six pack apps. Yeah. And maybe, you know, over a couple of years, if you're doing six minutes a day, every single day, then you'll, you'll get there. But I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I just, and this goes for every aspect and it's not just people wanting to start up. I mean, we're headed to this, this active life thing and, and the people uh, who are dealing with a chronic, we had so many members who, you know, they have a lifetime of baggage and they come in and they're dealing with a chronic shoulder issue or a knee issue or a hip or something. And they're just like, I can't get out of pain. Or they're like, well, I'm just going to keep doing this. No, yeah. that, that's not how it is. You can get out of it, but you have to stop doing what you're doing right now. Maybe change up your training. Focus a little bit more on your nutrition, your sleep, your your recovery, your stress management. Like you need to really practice the mechanics, then consistency and then intensity piece. Right. We know that you can't hit intensity is your physical and psychological tolerances. Right. If you're totally smoked from the week, like don't come in and run your head into the wall. Be a little bit more intelligent about your training. And And that might look like you coming in and doing something different than what the class is doing, which as soon as I like tell, tell people that I see them just getting deflated. Sure. Like, look, the, the workout on the board, it's just a workout. Like, it's not like this is the magic pill that you have to do or you're not going to get fit. Right. Like if you're in pain and you need to do something different than what the class is going to do, that's actually the magic pill. Yeah. The one that we're telling you, but people get deflated. Like, oh, I'm doing something different than everybody else. I want to do what they're doing. Like kind of like look at it from, from a bigger picture. Well, I heard uh, the, the question like of intensity, right? It's it's all about, I hear intensity. And one of the things that I go to is loading, like so heavy. Yep. Uh, one of the workouts, jacking, which is uh, what a 1K row, 50 thrusters with an empty bar and 30 jumping pull-ups or is it pull-ups? 30 pull-ups. Yep. So I was listening to another podcast where I get all of my good ideas from. <laughs> and uh, he said, I used to work with a guy who would tell people that if you can come in 
and two jacking with a PVC pipe and jumping pull-ups faster than a regional athlete would do jackie i will give you a free membership oh and that's like 5 30 yeah. or so that is an exercise as in intensity so if you're yeah. going to tell me that i can't do a workout with a pvc pipe and scaling all the way down to jumping pull-ups and reach a, a high level of intensity i'm going to tell you go try that one yeah and uh i'm calling bullshit Ugh. Because you will push that row really hard, harder than you probably should. You're going to go on. I mean, it's basically 50 air squats with a PVC pipe. And then you're going to, I'll be, I will be surprised if you make it to the jumping pull-ups and aren't just almost keeled over by that point. I'll be surprised if most people go 50 air squats without stopping after that 1K row. Well, and and that, yeah, but you tell most people and they're like, oh, well, I got to do this workout today at this weight because that's the only way I'm going to get intensity. Intensity isn't going heavy all the time. It's not doing the workout as RX. It's like most benchmark workouts for guys weight, we could probably do the female as RX weight and it would hurt a little bit more. Oh, guaranteed. Than the going at the male RX because you're not going to take as long of a break. You're not, you're you just hit a difference like, level of intensity you're closer to that nine or ten i heard pat sherwood talk about it who's like crossfit level four crossfit headquarter flow master he was talking about it if you want to make workouts harder lower the load yeah make the weight lighter agree it will make workouts harder yeah because you're going to push it so much faster you're going to rest so much less yeah that's something i've been talking to a lot about like whenever we have workouts with weight in them to the the members is like your goal isn't to, to get as close to RX as possible. I think that's a lot of people have the mindset of I need to make this workout as close to RX as possible. Yeah. What you need to do is make the workout as close to the guy or girl who can do it RX. Sure. So you want to get the same stimulus as them, right? And for a lot of us, that's dropping the weight, going faster, doing bigger sets, more unbroken, worse. Sure. We had we had that workout. I think it was last week. Our gyms had it. It was a uh, I can't remember how many rounds it was. Forty-five seconds of power snatching and rowing, uh, biking. Forty-five oh, yeah, seconds yeah. of biking. Yeah. And I think fitness was like seventy-five for the guys, and fitness plus was ninety-five. Yep. I could snatch ninety-five pounds all day. Sure. I did seventy-five, and it was worse. Did you go unbroken in the yes. forty-five seconds? Which that one, because awful. with ninety-five pounds, I wouldn't have. I yeah. would have dropped it halfway, maybe dropped it multiple times, sure. and had a few extra breathers, making the workout easier. You're going to get a better, so you got a better workout by going a lot lighter. Absolutely. It hurt like hell. And that's realizing the intensity over, and well, it'd be, I mean, it's, you're getting more work done because if we're looking at, you know, 75 pounds move for 20 reps yeah. versus 95 pounds move for 12 reps, exactly. you've moved more weight. So your volume and you, your, your power output, your force is, is, is greater by going 20 pounds less. Yeah. So you're increasing your fitness by all of our measurable standards. That's with anything, not just weightlifting, but say we're doing like a workout that has 20 calories on the bike. Sure. That should be under a minute. Oh if yeah. We're looking at RX, like top athletes, 20 calories in any Metcon is under a minute. Well, we had that 15 just this yeah. week. Yeah. So if, if that's going to take you longer than a minute because you're riding it slow, yep. now we're not getting like the stimulus, the intensity that we want. Drop that down to 10, hit it freaking balls of the wall, 
and it's going to be way worse than sitting there just like pedaling for three minutes. Sure. Well, and you look at, all right, so let's take that and like the person who's like, you know what? I've had a really tough day. I can't, I'm tired. I don't feel like it. I can't go to the gym today. Uh-huh. I, I don't agree with that. Yeah. I think, but again, like, let's not say you can't, let's say you don't want to. Jesus, I was talking after I was driving. <laughs> <laughs> But we ran into people. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm focused. Um, yeah, it's that, like, be honest. Like, you can still come to the gym. Yeah. And you and you could, you could do the workout with an empty bar. And PVC you would still pipe. get a good workout for your level of intensity that day. Yeah. Don't tell yourself the story that, oh, I just can't go today. Or I'm, I'm too sore to go today. Like, motion is lotion. You're going to feel better by going and doing the thing. Yep. But... You have to, like, really check your ego. Because in your own BS. Well, if you're so, like, wrapped up in the I have to lift weight and I have to look this way on the leaderboard and I got to do the workout at this weight or it doesn't count or I got to make this scale so I'm just not going to do the workout. I'm going to do my own thing. Don't tell yourself you can't. Yeah, I like that. I mean, tell yourself you're you're unwilling to. You don't want to. Yep. And. It goes down to every aspect of, of your life. It's not that you can't get up early. It's not that you can't eat well. It's not that you don't have the, the tools and the resources. And as far as the education aspect, you can find everything you want on the interwebs. These yeah. Days. Like, it's all out there. You have coaches who are willing to give you every piece of knowledge and information for free. Like, there is no reason for you to be in pain moving or like to be suffering with poor nutrition, it's a decision and it's a choice that you're making. And that's fine. But be honest with yourself. Yeah. Just be aware of, of the choices and what you're, what you're telling yourself and what you're telling other people yeah. as well. Like don't you dare come into the gym, especially with the, with the transformations that we've seen from people who were in a worse state than you. Don't you dare come in and tell me that you can't lose 20 pounds or you can't get a handle on your nutrition or you can't do CrossFit. You can't do CrossFit. Yeah, all of it. Because that's that's baloney. There's If you think that you can't do CrossFit, I challenge you to Google adaptive CrossFit athletes and watch guys with one arm do a one rep max clean and jerk. Yep. Um, It all revolves around the story yourself. Again, it's either... Like, either you're stupid or you don't give a shit. And we can only help you with one. Yep. And we will. You, you got to make the choice, though. I think. How do you, like, how, I guess, how do you shift that for people who uh, are telling themselves the wall of, I, I can't do it, I can't wake up, I can't go to the gym, I I can't, you know, put down the, the sugar. Like, how do you change that? As far as actionable steps, I think you start with one thing. You start with one piece of it. One thing that I found, the other thing that I found a lot of help in is uh, finding a way to live in gratitude. So to be thankful for, as opposed to having that fixed mindset and thinking about the things that you can't do, spend five minutes thinking about all the things that you can do. It's really hard to focus on the negative things when you're like, you know, I'm so thankful for the ability to walk on my own. Uh I'm thankful to have this job that I get to go and now when you start being thankful for these little things, it starts to shift your mindset and be like, okay, you know what? Maybe I can do these things and I do have these opportunities and it's really all on me. You have to take ownership. 
the shitty part about some people and their mindset is that it will not get better for them until it gets so bad that there's no other choice. And a lot of that has to, I mean, a lot of that revolves around tragedy, yeah, which sucks. For example, I didn't go full time at the gym um, until my dad died. I realized how short life is. I mean, dude was 59. I realized how short life is. And like, I can sit here and try to half-ass this thing for the rest of my life and never really get anywhere. Or I can change the story I'm telling myself, go all in on this thing and see what happens. Nice. So you either wait for some tragic thing to happen. Somebody dies. You go to the doctor. He tells you that. If you don't change your life, you're the one dying. You're the one gonna die. You, you have some sort of catastrophic event that shifts your mindset, or you decide, you know what, I have to do this thing. And to do that, I'm gonna be thankful for the abilities I have. I'm gonna change the things that I can, and I'm really gonna try to take ownership of my life. Like I think Nike hit it just on the head. You just do it. Yeah. Like you pick, you pick the thing that needs to change, and you just get out there and you do it. Like you start going to the gym, walk your ass in the gym and talk to somebody or whatever you need to change. Just start making like steps in the right direction. You might not even know where to start, but start, just go, like, just do it. Yeah. Start moving. Even if you're like, dude, I'm not ready to go to a gym. Yeah. Fine. Start doing something. Yeah. Get outside and walk. Yeah. You know what? Go do whatever you need to do to start moving. And hopefully that will build momentum because here's the deal. People ask, you know, dude, how do you find the motivation? How do you get up and how do you work out and how do you get these things done? I am no more motivated than anybody else. I don't most days, but motion creates motivation. Emotion creates motivation. Like you have the only way that you get inspired to do the thing is by doing the thing. If you're going to sit around and wait for the right, like the feeling and like the desire to do it, you are going to be waiting forever. You're never going to feel like doing it. You're never, it's never going to be the right time. You have to start. And that is the hardest part for people. But here's the deal again, like tell yourself you're unwilling, but don't tell yourself that you cannot. Right. Because you can't. You just have to overcome the, the story and the, the nonsense that you're telling yourself. So as far as, you know, how you start, I, you just, you, you do it. You take a step. Yep. You be like, you know what? This is where I'm at. This is where I want to go. Here are the steps that I need to take to get there and start with one thing. Yeah. Reach out to somebody who you know has, is doing the thing that you're not. Yeah. Whether, whatever it is, if it's in a career or financial or relationship or exercise or nutrition, like reach out to somebody who is doing that thing and be like, Hey, where, where do I start? Well, one of the things that I talked to a lot of people with these uh, nutrition challenge um, wrap up meetings was uh, they were like, okay, so, you know, where, where do we go from here? I was like, look, people struggle with nutrition for one of two reasons. One is an education aspect, right? Like it's a knowledge. I don't know what to do, or there's so much information out there. I don't know what to listen to. The second is an accountability. And I think that's the bigger part. Probably more people know what to do or what they could do to eat well or live a generally active and healthy lifestyle. Yes. Most of us struggle with the accountability aspect. There's nobody to be like, 
hey, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, hold your feet to the fire or that you can bounce questions off of. So you need to find a coach or an accountability buddy or someone. Yep. Human beings are not meant to survive alone. Like we were, we're meant to, to have a tribe. We're meant to have somebody who cares about us and, and help us along this journey. That's what coaches are for. That's what a community is for. Relationships, as far as like the circle of health, those deep, meaningful relationships, the ones that have depth, not breadth, like those are one of the correlates to life expectancy. People who live longer have deeper relationships and there are only a few. It's not that I'm good friends with everybody. It's I have a few good friends right? because they've, they've got those like those people who care about them. They're, they're, I mean, all those really are when we nail it way down are layers of accountability. Yeah, that's why like that's why CrossFit gyms are so successful. And I mean, I know from both of our gyms, there are people in both of our gyms that would have never stepped foot in like a traditional style gym to exercise. Sure. And they're they've been with us for like Angola since we opened or you for years. Yep. And they're not like the traditional like gym goers, you know. Because they come and they have accountability, they have people surrounded by them that are cheering them on and helping them. Again, it becomes the accountability aspect. Well, it's the the old saying, and this goes back years, is, uh, you know, people come for the workout and they stay for the people. Right? It's true. I mean, there's tons of people I can think of that, like, if, if there wasn't the community aspect of CrossFit, they would have, they, they would have blasted. Yeah. I'd probably be one of them if I didn't have gym buddies and like, I mean, I find it, I sometimes find it very hard to be in, intrinsically motivated to do things all on my own. And we've, we've gone through spurts of this, right? Like when you work on, we're training for competitions and you have to train all by yourself, right? That sucks. It, sucks. it does. It's no fun. That's why like when you have a gym buddy or somebody that you're going to train with, you're more likely to show up and you're going to do the things that you need to do. And this goes for a traditional gym or just going for a walk or meeting at the rec center or whatever. Or nutrition. Yeah. If you have a group of people or a person to that, that you know is going to be not looking over your shoulder, but while well, that and just like, hey, are you doing the things in your own best interest? Yeah. You are way more likely to be successful. Agreed. So... If you're struggling with this, find somebody. What I, one of the things that I found is people are willing to help you. Yeah. You have to reach out and ask for it, though. Like, in anything. If you want to learn something, somebody knows what you want to learn. Dude, just ask. Like, yeah, that's that's interesting. Something that I've I've seen, like, being in this profession, like, like dealing with a lot of new people who have never exercised before is, like, people are afraid of judgment to like be the new, be the new person. Like they don't want to ask the question or they don't want to yeah. like, be the person who doesn't know. It's like that people want to help. Like, people enjoy, like, people want you to ask them, Hey, what, what was that movie? How do I do this? Yeah. Or what should I be eating? But people, I think it like so scared of judge like, judgment yep. that they don't ask, which is really interesting. Well, take it, take it all the way back to like when you were a kid in school, right? And the teacher would ask if anybody had any questions and there was one time when you raised your hand and asked a question that everybody else knew and you didn't. And everybody looked at you and said how stupid you were, <laughs> and, like you're dumb. And how could you not know the answer to this? 
you hold on to that shit. Yeah. You take that with you throughout life. And now you become an adult and you don't want to be the person asking the quote unquote stupid question. Yep. It's uh it's all the stories, man. It all goes back to like the story that we tell ourselves. It's not it's not as hard as we make it out to be. I think that this thing, this life, this all of it is made so much better when we take control of the story that we're telling ourselves. Ask for help. Know that like everything that you do is a decision and it's a choice. Like it's not that you can't do something. It's that you're unwilling to find a way to make it happen. So, I mean, the big takeaway, either you're, uh, I love it, man. Either you're, either you're stupid or you don't give a shit. And I can only help you with one of those. So you need to determine which one it is because if it's a if it's an it's a not understanding thing, we can help with that. Yeah. If it's a not caring thing, you need to sit down with a journal or sit down and really look yourself in the mirror and and understand why you are at where you are. Because you you have to take control of it. I can't want this thing for you any more than you do. Right. And that's one of the hardest things with with the position that we're in is people start and man, we want so badly for them as coaches to realize all the things that they tell us are important and realize what it can be like to feel well. Yeah. And then maybe they leave or they just stop or they give up on themselves and they say that they just can't do it. They can't for whatever reason. And that is a travesty. It sucks. And it's not that you can't do it. It's that you convinced yourself that, that there's no way to. Right. Because we've, I mean, we've seen people who have been through worse, had more on their plate, had less money, had a busier schedule, like get it done. Yeah. So when you, when you come with those excuses, we know that they are just excuses and like you telling yourself that story, it's bull. Because we've seen people with, with less get it done. Well, it's easier, it's easier for your own psychology to tell yourself that I can't do something rather than say I'm unwilling to. Yeah. So when you're telling yourself these things and when you're confronted with this thing, try that. Try to say rather than, oh, I can't make it to the gym today or I can't eat well tonight. Try to say I'm unwilling to and see how that feels. Because I have, I, I know from experience, it's going to change the way that you come at that situation. You're in charge of your your own life and everything that you get out of this thing. Um, but you have to make the choice. Yep. And it's all, you know, you can only tell yourself the same story so many times before it becomes uh, a real problem. So I think that was a good one. Yeah. 